Welcome along to the podcast. It's the part of the week where all the stuff goes into the into the the one um, podcast. This is it now. This is it now. I just I was just saying there. I hate this part of the podcast because we record it right after the show on a Friday night, and that's fine. The time we record it doesn't bother me. It's the fact that you don't have a camera on because you're recording from the studio computer. So mm. Zoom is set up on the studio computer. So I just spend this next 15 minutes or so staring at myself. And tonight I look like a spud. Like my forehead looks so big. My hair is scraped back in a bun. I'm really shiny. The ring light I- is shining. I can see the reflection. I can actually see your future in your forehead there. It's so shiny. <laughs> it's bright. It's looking bright. <laughs> <laughs> and now you just look like a monkey because your ears are sticking out. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, so today you got the katsu chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Are they worth the hype? Oh, baby. They were delicious. Uh, I tell a story on this week's podcast about my awkward encounter with the, the man in the drive through. Uh, it was very awkward, but I did manage to get a surprise nugget mm. at the end of my trip. There was 10 in my nine box. So every cloud has a silver line. They're really nice and they're basically just like nuggets with curry sauce. So you, yeah. you know, eating regular nuggets, you've probably been eating them. But they're very nice. I like them. Yeah, the, yeah, the hype, I don't know. I, but I haven't tried them yet. I definitely will try them. I believe though they are limited so they're going to be going soon. So I need to get my button yeah. gear and try that them katsu ner- nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you do need to try the nuggets. And they are nice. They're a nice treat and... Uh, I highly recommend them, but um, I, I don't think I'll be sad when they leave the menu. Yeah, it's it's yeah. actually the the greatest thing ever. When usually you hear it when you open a six box and there's seven, but when you open a nine and there's a ten, it's actually it's probably actually worse getting an extra nugget in a nine and getting ten than a six and a seven because if you break down the ratio, like if you get an extra nugget in a six box, you're getting what, like 18% more nugget. However, if you get an extra nugget in a nine box, you're getting 11, 11, 9, 10, 11-ish percent more nugget. So there's actually a bigger benefit if you get an extra nugget in a six box, if you get me. How did you do those maths? I'm actually quite good at mental maths. Yeah, it sounds mental, all right. Hang on. Off the, off the tip of your tongue as in the percentages yeah like they're they're rough so I, I'm just trying to I just like I know that like there's eight twelves and a hundred right so for, for there's, if there's if there's eight twelves and a hundred there's nine what probably elevens there's ten tens so it kind of has to be between ten, ten and twelve so you know but is it not like do you not treat like is the six box not the same as the nine box in the sense that they're both one hundred percent they're both one hundred percent but if you break it down as in, like, they are about 100%, but how much percent is one of those? Do you get me? So if there's if six if six equals 100%, that I have my calculator right here, that's 100 divided by six, each one is 16%, right? Whereas in a nine box, 100 divided by nine, each one is 11. I was actually spot on with that one. I thought it was 18 for six, so. I'm good at, I'm actually good at mental maths. You're very good at math. That's quick math, that is. It is I think oh, quick math. you've just ruined my whole Nuggets experience by just putting math. Like, like no one wants to do maths on a Friday night at 9 o'clock. Oh, it's you giving me I mean? a bit of a buzz because, to be honest, I, I, did I, I don't think I mentioned it on the show, but I just forgot to have my dinner tonight. I had... You forget to have dinner. 
On Thursday, i.e. yesterday, I made lovely, lovely pasta and I had the perfect plate left over for dinner on Friday. And I was so looking forward to having it all day long. And whatever happened, I was walking out the door on the way to work and, swear to God, bag on my back, coat on me, door was open. And I was just like, oh my God, I just forgot to have my dinner and the plate was sitting there in the fridge. And I was like, oh, now I don't have time. Had to leave and then I had to face you shiting on about your chicken nuggets all show long and oh my god I am starving I feel for you I feel for you but look at least now I think you're actually going to enjoy it more now because yeah. you're more hungry and you'll be at home in front of the telly and you'll be able to enjoy it rather than scoffing it in your face in the office trying to get ready for, for the show yeah but now I want Mackie D's and not pasta is there Mackie D's in your 5k? there is but I don't know if it'll be open by the time I get there and also, I have pasta, so I'd feel I'd, midnight, I think. I'd I'd feel guilty if I have Mackie D's now and there's pasta at home. Do you know? Why don't you get something in Mackie D's that will go with your pasta, like chips? <laughs> chips with spaghetti? Are you joking? Yeah, carb on carb. What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, well, in the in the usual sense, say people would say they don't go, but if you're trying to carb load, I mean, yeah, they probably go. Yeah, you're trying to carb load. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily. I I just get a lot of nuggets and. Chuck them in with the spaghetti. I mean, I'd be, I'd be there. Yeah, nugget spaghetti. I'd, I'd do it. This is actually throwing me back to our last podcast of 2020. We recorded it on one of our last days here in studio, oh. and before the show, we had gotten uh, probably about like 60 euro worth of McDonald's delivered to the yeah. office, and we had a voucher. And then we were also like, well, we're here late because we're recording our Christmas show, so we're gonna need an extra meal each. No, we didn't. And. We got like a 20 box of nuggets between us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And t- and essentially two meals each. And I I'm, I actually, I need to apologise because that podcast intro was probably such an awful listen. Because remember, I was just burping throughout. You were quite flatulent for that intro. I no, no, no. Like... Flatulent is farts. Is it? Yes. I thought it was just general wind coming out of your body holes. Let me see. Flatulence. I'm pretty sure flatulence is just farting. Farting, also known as flatulence or wind, is normal. It's normal. The HSE say so. Yeah, it is normal. If you fart, Everybody if you farts. fart a lot, and it's smelly, it can be a sign of a health condition. Oh my god! Someone check me no. into hospital. It's just a sign that you eat smelly food. Although, Jazz, your farts are very pungent. They are, aren't they? Yeah, that's the one perk of working from home is I don't get to smell your farts through Zoom. Yeah. I've actually noticed recently my farts are really loud and they're really powerful and windy. Like I go I've home. I know it's been two years. I know, no, but I think they they have really gotten they've upped their decibel level and power and like all my farts now are <laughs> rather than just like the the old sneaky little. Do you know? They were never the sneaky little. They were always. Yeah. Like horrendous. Yeah, my dog um, Zinc has real farty boom and every every one of his farts, they're not silent, which usually dog farts are silent. Every one of Zinc's farts are... <laughs> yeah. Dog farts are the worst. They're among the most smelly farts of all time. They are. They're they're awful. Uh, we should probably stop talking about farts and, and just yeah. get into the podcast, I reckon. Let's get into the podcast. It's a great one this week. Uh... We talk about my trip to McDonald's. We also talk about the truth behind the killer's Mr. Brightside. That was great, yeah. It's a good one. Um, I yeah, also have, I have a theory that people who are really muscly aren't f- 
like really funny and I reckon it's the truth. You'll hear all about it. Enjoy the podcast. Bye. Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz was in a very sticky situation over the weekend. He was out shopping, doing his grocery bits. He spotted something outside the queue. He was next in line and he left the queue, but he won't tell me whether he joined the back of the queue or slipped back into where he was. Now, Jazz, I just have this image of you like panicking in the supermarket like you're like okay I'm next and I can see you making a beeline for the tell that you were eyeing up on aisle four however I don't know what you did and normally I can really read you in this situation but you <laughs> kind of strike me as the person who's like no I've queued I earned this spot it's mine let me in but then also you have the kind of streak and it's like ah don't any stress man man it's fine it's fine I'll go to the back of the queue man. <laughs> so I don't know what you did in this situation if it was me I probably would have just turned to the person behind me and said look I'm just nipping out for a sec I'll be back Yeah. but I don't know I really don't know what you did yeah thing is the important details here is that the, there was a lot of people in the queue the queue length was between 5 and 10 minutes so you are queuing for a good bit it's not like you're just walking up to the, the till and getting served straight away also when I did nip out I was keeping an eye on the queue and at least two people had had like essentially overtaken me in the queue and gone to pay so if I had said something to the person behind me they would have been gone I would have, like it would have been more awkward being like oh I said it to that person but he's gone it wouldn't have really came into the equation but anyway I haven't, okay. I haven't revealed what I've done yet because I want your in, your input what do you do in that situation do you assert your dominance to that queue and be like <laughs> I've already done my prison sentence in that queue I'm going to come back to where it was thank you or should you go back to the end after you've just nipped out for a sec 087-711-1038 please weigh in James welcome to the show how are you how's it going alright so what do you do in this situation well, in this sort of situation, everyone's at the back of the queues waiting. They're, everyone's eyeing up the perfect length with who has the most items and who's trying to get in. You get me? Yeah. So, if you go and mess up somebody else's queue and jump back in after you've been away for a few minutes, they're not going to remember you. And they're going to see you as the, as the devil. Yeah, this is true. Like, cues do move. So you're you're always essentially performing for a different audience. Like, if the person beside behind you did see you jump out, he'll probably have a little bit of sympathy for you. But the person at the end doesn't know what your gig is. Yeah, they could just say you could be anyone. Anyone just jumping into a queue. And you're taking a risk there of getting glares from the albums behind you as well. <laughs> yeah. James, what would you do in this situation? Have you ever given out to someone who skipped a queue or do you keep quiet? Oh, no, I usually kind of just give them, you know, the look. You know, that look. Oh, the look. (laughs) The look, as in, do I remember you in front of me or do I not remember you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you think I should have gone back to the top of the queue or joined the end? Joined the end because it was a few minutes, but if it was a few seconds, you're just looking at them. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose, but I mean if the queue's only a few seconds if you join in the end wouldn't really be in a big deal anyway. Oh, it's a, it's a difficult one. James, thanks for weighing in. We'll talk to you soon. No water, take care. It's this is really splitting people. You know, it's not it's not as easy as just as just one simple thing. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more I don't think you were ballsy enough to just jump back into the crowd. <laughs> I think that you went all the way back to the end. Okay, before I reveal what I did, please weigh in. What do you do in that situation? Do you assert your dominance at the queue and go back to the top, or do you rejoin the end? The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, I have set myself a little uh, a little task for February. We keep banging on about how February is the perfect looking month. It is for 
weeks of Monday to Sunday, the perfect time to get on the old walking shoes and do a little bit of exercise. So I've set myself a little task of, I want to do 10,000 steps a day, okay? Yeah. And like, there's probably some people listening like, ah, that's nothing. And then for other people, be like, that's loads. And for oh, me, yeah. that's loads. Oh, yeah, no, that people, is a lot. People say that's what you should be aiming to get every day, like just to have a nice bit of activity. 10K steps a day is what you should be aiming for just so that you're like nice and mobile during the day and it'll keep you in decent shape I think you can tell that I have a lot of excuse me I think that's what they say don't take my <laughs> word for it well you can tell that I already have like day one like enthusiasm because I'm after getting 11,000 I'm like yeah I smashed my goals got an extra thousand can hey. I carry those over to tomorrow no you can't oh no I can't um, but I went out for a walk today and I, ha- I rang my friend as well we had a good long chat I was out walking for like an hour and a half and the weather was really nice so I was like you know I'm not going to go home I'm going to stay within my 5k get my exercise this is going great and then I was like I looked down at my feet at like one point and I was wearing like I got like new kind of like off white kind of pa- baby blue runners for Christmas and I was wearing them and I was like oh oh what's that on my shoe and then I realised my left foot is gushing blood. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, and I was, I was on the phone to my friend Sarah. I was like, "Sarah, like my foot's bleeding." And like, I was, I was like about fifteen minutes away, like from my house. Like I was kind of like where I live. It's kind of you can do like a big kind of loop. Yeah. And I was only halfway through that, so I was like, "What am I gonna do?" I was like, "I have to just keep walking." And I know my, I noticed my foot felt a little bit weird, and I was like, "I'm kind of worried," but like everywhere is quite muddy. There's a lot of stuff on the ground. I don't want to be taken off my shoe, and I've no <laughs> tissues or anything. So I just, all I could do was just walk home and like my shoe was getting progressively more red and my friend was like oh, no. I think like should you ring someone to come collect you I was like no it's fine I've got this like my foot feels fine <laughs> and then I got home and took off my sock my shoe was absolutely destroyed and my foot was like bleeding and I don't know what happened I think I think like my toenail had like <laughs> this is a bit TMI sorry if you're having dinner but my my toenail had like cut like it was kind of like oh. half hanging off <laughs> I just love that. Like I was, out, I was out for my walk, like first day of the month. Like I want to get my ten thousand steps. What should I do? I'm cancelling this month's exercise. <laughs> Twenty eight days. They are off. It is off. This perfect month of exercise. It is cancelled. But I got such a fright. I was like, I'm like, on one of my toes, like my my toenail was like kind of hanging off a little bit, and it was bleeding. Sorry, TMI. Sorry if you're having dinner while listening to this. I probably should have said that at the start. But yeah, so now and then I had to like put my shoe in the washing machine and everything, oh. and I was just like, this is a disaster. Like my first day, I was like, you can tell that like I obviously don't exercise very often. That when I do, I just get injuries. My friend was like, you have literally nearly walked the foot off yourself. Like you need to relax. Like, maybe ten thousand is a bit is a bit adventurous. I was like, but ten thousand is like the minimum, isn't it? Oh no? god. Know. So, do you know what so, it was yeah. from? Is, I, th- I think, I think, like my toenail was like damaged, like it was half hanging off. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, like was it a case of? And I do remember doing like kind of like little like light jogs every now and then because like to kind of like get around people on the path. You know, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, stop right there. Who are you and what have you done with the real Laura Bracken? The Laura Bracken I know wouldn't even attempt to jog. This person jogging around people. I'm going to have to stop this right there. You kid, the kidnapper. Uh, jog for a spice bag. There's a kidnapper on the loose. We want the real Laura Bracken on the show tomorrow. Well done though. It's a good start. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. The boredom hit a new level. Actually, and it wasn't even over the weekend. It was today. I was kind of sitting around my room being like, 
Jeez, I don't know what I'm to do before I have to start like getting so ready for work. What do I do? And I just like opened up my laptop and then started looking through like my bank statement. I was like, let me see what's going on oh here. Oh God, no, see? no, no. Let me see what's going on up in here. <laughs> I haven't checked you for a while. But anyway, that wasn't the, the main point of what's going on. But I did notice that I was getting charged for an Amazon Prime subscription when I don't have Amazon Prime. So I went on anyway. Long story short, I, I went on to try and sort this out. And I went into their kind of online chat bot sort of thing. And you put in your query and it um, kind of see tries to see if it can sort it out before putting you through to a customer service rep, which I did. And I got through to someone called Heidi. And I mean, I, I, I'm going to assume Heidi is a female. Um given the nature of her name so me and Heidi were chatting for ages and eventually found out that I I was paying for Amazon Prime she told me how to stop it that was grand right so uh, after she sorted out my problem I was like thanks so much you've really sorted that out and she was like you're most welcome is there anything else that I can assist you with today so I was like uh, meanwhile <laughs> you're like I'm actually really lonely can I just like basically talk the ear off for the next half an hour I'm really bored Thanks. boredom level was still high so I go <laughs> have you got any good jokes <laughs> and no and Heidi replies <laughs> well don't get your hopes up Heidi replies well I'm sorry I don't have any we laugh at almost everything here in the Philippines that we find almost everything as a joke and I saw that come in and I was like oh okay no worries and I kind of didn't reply for a sec I was like I don't really know what that means I left it for a sec right and I was doing something else and then I hear okay. a little I hear a little ding and I was like it's Heidi messaging me again so I looked back oh no, Heidi Heidi was keen I was like hello Heidi so I went back and then she goes Oh, exclamation mark. But I have something I'm curious about that you may know the answer. How can you, oh. pl- how can you plant a seedless grapes? <laughs> a seedless grapes. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh. so I, I replied back and I said, you've got me stumped there, Heidi. Perhaps you just chuck it in the ground <laughs> and hope for the best. And I actually thought it was a joke like I had asked for. And she replies being like, maybe I will, um... I, I, I didn't take a photo of this so I'm trying to remember what, it, what she said she was like oh maybe I will I'll just chuck it in the ground and see what happens thanks very much and then I replied being like oh I'm sorry I actually thought that was the opener of a joke this is a legit question <laughs> <laughs> and she goes oh no this is a this is a real thing I will try thank you anyway and then so I go on to say I said Heidi I'm a radio presenter here in Dublin in Ireland I'm going on my show tonight. Perhaps I can ask my listeners and the listeners on our show, like, if they know. Because she's like, because this wasn't a joke. She wants to know how you plant a seedless grape. And I was like, I have absolutely no idea. So I said, we'd, we'd ask out here, if anyone has any info on how to plant seedless grapes, what do you do? Because I have a friend called Heidi in the Philippines who's looking to do it. So if you have any information, 087-711-1038. Have you any idea? Like, did you not just say maybe Google is your friend? Like, maybe Google it, Heidi. So she, like, so Heidi actually went on to be like, I'll give it a go and I'll see what happens to me and I'll upload to Google so I can help other people out. I was like, that's a great idea. Look, I'll, I promise I'll talk about this on the radio tonight. Have you got any contact details in case I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've tips to pass on? She's like, look, unfortunately, she, honest to God, said all this. Unfortunately, I can't give out any details. And I was like, a work email perhaps? And she said, no, we don't have one of those. It's to prevent any like GDPR stuff going on with Amazon. And I said, yeah, fair I said, enough. I said, fair enough, Heidi. Thanks so much. Perhaps I'll put my findings 
in a me- in a message in a bottle and I'll chuck it into the sea and if you believe I believe it'll make it to the Philippines and she goes that's absolutely perfect I live quite close to the sea <laughs> I live quite close to the sea perhaps I'll find it and my grapes will be planted and now I have a friend called Heidi who lives in the Philippines who's trying to plant seedless grapes is this the beginning of a fantastic friendship I think so I think it is too. I, I love that. I love also how Heidi was on the clock and she's like, listen, come here, yeah. do, you have any, do you have any tips? Because if I'm caught Googling this now, I'll be in trouble by the I boss. Know. So can you just give us a few tips and I can look busy? Thanks a million. <laughs> uh, if anyone has any details on how to plant seedless grapes, Heidi and myself would be very much appreciative. Oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Fill me in. All right, we are in the middle of our brand new game here on the Zoo Crew. It is called Fill Me In. We give you a sentence. There is blanks in the sentence. You need to fill in the blanks. This one this week is blank and blank are Jazz and Laura's favourite pastimes. We want you to guess the funnier the better. Uh, based on your assumptions of us, what do you think our favourite pastimes would be? You can text WhatsApp or send a WhatsApp voice note 87 1038 We just had Anto on a few minutes ago who said pterodactyl impressions and synchronised swimming. And I mean, very obscure, but I mean, we found a new party piece for you, Laura, the pterodactyl impression. Go on, give it to us once Shall again. Shall I go again? Okay, here go. <laughs> Without hesitation, that's a party piece I didn't even know I had. Yeah. Like when 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 this lockdown stops and we're able to mingle again, I can't wait to show people my pterodactyl impression. Okay, uh, I've drafted an answer that I think could be for you, right? Okay. So blank blank is Laura's favorite ta- pastime. Looking at a perfectly good piece of food and deciding it's gone off and will kill me is Laura's favorite pastime. <laughs> Did you get that idea? You're always looking at like chicken or bread and be like, oh, oh no, that's gone off. I'm not eating that. No, no, no. And it'll be really it'll considering be, it'll be perfectly there was fine. One day in work where I ate gone off bagels and offered you one, and you did that exact thing, and I was there eating the moldy bagels. You're like, nah, looks gone off. I'm not eating that. Yeah, but that actually was gone off. You do it for real pieces of food, and they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz, I one. I actually have a couple for you. Oh god. Uh, Jazz's favorite pastime is not washing his hoodies. Because <laughs> yeah, Jazz, Jazz uh, buys new hoodies and doesn't wash them because he's afraid they won't be fluffy anymore. Yeah, this is or true. Or if I had to guess another one for you, it would be making smash burgers or ignoring the clock you're always late ignore the clock because of my smash <laughs> yeah. burgers or just are they are they separate just just in general yeah. just in general <laughs> all very that. all very plausible uh, Louise welcome to the show how are you I'm good how are you we're pretty good thank you very much okay fill me in blank and blank are Jazz and Laura's favourite pastimes what have you got for us I said singing when your mics are off and throwing shapes in the studio are your favourite pastimes <laughs> <laughs> oh, the accuracy. I like this. Who are you assigning for which one or are they both general and going for both of us? Both general. Because I was thinking if I was in your position, what would be something that I'd always do? And I'd always think the mics were off. Yeah, this is true. And I think, see, it's a it's a, it's a a weird dynamic when the mics are off. Well, at the moment, I suppose, it's, it's weird because Laura's at home. Uh, I have her on Zoom here in the studio. But usually, like, Laura is a decent singer. So when they're singing when the mics, mics are off, it's, it's, it's like semi-decent. But, I mean, Laura, give an impression of me when the mics are off. <laughs> this, this, right, this is jazz. Jazz does not make a lot of sense. Whenever the mics are off, right, we'll have a couple of minutes in between songs. He'll just be there like, beep, boop. 
bop, 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 bop. Jazz like doesn't sing. I'm like, I'm like he'll 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 find like a sentence that he keeps saying, like a, like a sentence that he like sees on TikTok. Like for example, I smell like beef, and he'll be like, beep, bop, bop, bop. I smell like beef, beep, bop, 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 bop. That's jazz. Yeah. So you think I'd be singing the likes of you know like Olivia Rodrigo or Ed Sheeran? Nah, it's actually just putting TikToks into song is probably my forte. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Louise. So you're not wrong. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Louise. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Bye. Suitcast with Jazz and Laura. I am a victim of a vicious online attack in the last. Oh, no need to be dramatic. In the last 12 hours, I'd say. And it happened just as I was leaving here last night. And it's, you know, it's always the ones closest to you who will, who will stab you in the back and hang you out to dry. Am I right? Uh, no comment <laughs> So <laughs> When I was leaving here last night uh, Obviously Marty Was doing 10 spin hits in a row He was on after us And as I was walking out the door He called me into studio And he was just asking me a question He was recording it on Instagram And this is how that played out Jazz, quick question Does Katy Perry Teenage Dream Give you goosebumps? Um. <laughs> Oh my god, you're thinking way too long. I'm gonna say no. Oh Jesus, get out. I mean, get out. Great song. Get out. Okay, so obviously I was a little caught off guard uh. and <laughs> and I just since I had finished the show, you're obviously you're Laura, you're at home, so usually if you are here, you know, we'd be chatting outside at our desk, but there's no oh, one really yeah. here, so I wasn't really talking and clearly I just hadn't used my voice or my vocal cords <laughs> in a few in minutes. Fifteen minutes. In fifteen minutes. So I don't know if go- dust gathered or whatever, but this is the first thing that came out of my Stop. mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and yeah, it just caught me off guard. And since Marty launched, he launched an online campaign. I don't know what you call it, a smear campaign against me or trying to make me to be a fool. This is what Marty proceeded to do after. While I was recording that jazz uh, clip of him going, mm. I was playing TS with the business <laughs> and I thought, hmm, let's do something very basic. So Marty had created a, a mashup of me and Tiesto, the business featuring. Uh, I'm very excited because I wrote to him on Instagram last night and I heard that and I was like, that is a tune. And he was like, do you want a copy? And I was like, I think you need to release that. <laughs> so I would not be surprised that in, in a few Fridays to come, when we play the Friday foreplay, that Jazz Keen, let's get down to business, the uh, remix <laughs> will be on it. And I can't wait to hear it. You know, I thought that was where it ended, but it didn't. Uh, another another colleague of ours, a guy called Luke, who used to work in our building, he got involved and he was like, hmm, and he put up on his Instagram story. He was like, where have I heard this before? Now, this was kind of visual, so I need to set the scene. So make your mind blank right now and picture a lovely grassy meadow on a sunny day. You're looking for some animals and oh, a little goat raises his head. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jazz you've just ruined goats for me now I'll never be able to enjoy a goat again and honestly when he put that on Instagram I reshared it as well if you want to go have a look it is the most oh, brilliant. it is the most perfectly fitting goat noise I have ever seen it's on my Instagram at Jazz King DJ a little goat and he opens his little goat mouth and all you hear is um. oh. the 
Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are talking about food and different slang names for different dishes or takeaways you might get around the country. We started off in Sally Noggin in Dublin. A bag of chips with a sausage in it. A porky bag. I'm absolutely loving these. Uh, and Mike's been in touch on text saying, chips, jockey's whips. There you go. Is that just because it rhymes with chips? Whips and chips? Yeah, I think so. But I think that is the gig with a lot of them. Do you know if it rhymes? Yeah. Like a Joe Maxi taxi. I know you're not eating taxis, but that's that's the kind of, that's the formula for a <laughs> lot of them. I hope not. <laughs> a friend of mine has just reminded me that we were on holidays about seven years ago and uh, we'd been out quite late the night before and we were staying in an apartment and we'd obviously like, bought in like a lot of food and stuff to eat during the day and it was the next morning and she woke up and she was starving and she's like, do we have any like bread left for toast? And I was like, oh, we only have, we only have the, 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 and I couldn't remember the word for bagels. So what I came out with is, we only have like the holy bread left. And she was like, the holy bread? What are you all about? And I was like, you know, the bread with the hole, the hole in it. And oh, she was like, no. you mean a bagel? And I was like, yeah. So now every time I see her, she's like, we're going to have some holy bread. I actually, if you said holy bread to me, I wouldn't immediately think of a bagel. I would think of like, I don't know. I'm very like, tired, okay? I would think of like, I don't know, like a sourdough that has big patches of like circly craters in it. I wouldn't go to bagel, <laughs> but there you go. Uh, Jess. That was, that was just the way my brain was working. <laughs> Jess, we lost you a few minutes ago. You're back though. What's the story? Good. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. So you have a few of these for us. What have you got? So I don't know if you heard the first one. Uh, Ruby Murray for a curry. Yes, Ruby Murray yeah. for a curry. And actually, someone has just texted in saying um, they call uh, a curry a Pete Murray. So I don't know if Pete oh. and Ruby are, cur- are cousins. Curry cousins, <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> the uh, the next one then is um, Rosie Lee for a cup of tea. Yes. I yes. don't know if you heard that one. Yeah, I've heard of Rosie Lee. What else? And then the next one, um, Toad in the Hole. A toad in the Hole. That's a, that's a, is that something to do with a sausage... Sausage, mash, and yacht puddings. Ah, there you go. Ooh, now I'm, dete- I'm detecting. Nice. I'm detecting an English accent. Where about? Where about are you from? Um, from the Isle of Man originally. Oh, interesting. I've never ever spoken to someone from the Isle of Man. <laughs> There's very little of them. <laughs> so, are are these um, phrases, I suppose, common on the Isle of Man as well? I would say so. Yeah, oh. I probably know them from my mum. Who, yeah. like, obviously, we lived there for years, so that's how we would have picked them up, I suppose. There you go, some great I ones. I love that. Jess, yeah. thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Oh Thank you. Bye. Here's Jess. I feel like it's so interesting. I've never spoken to someone from the Isle of Man before. Me neither. Me neither. It's such an interesting little place, isn't it? I don't really know a whole lot about yeah. it. I need to learn more about the Isle of Man. And I was only thinking about the Isle of Man earlier on because didn't they just come out of a lockdown? I think they didn't have cases of coronavirus for like 20 days and it was in the news because now they're out of lockdown. Jeez, I've no idea. They're, they're so small and deserted. It's almost like they'd be in a, a, con- a, a, con- a constant state of a lockdown. Grand Prix, even. Uh, no, they don't. Do they not? Am I thinking of somewhere else? Uh, has my interest in Formula One rubbing off on you somewhat? <laughs> no, I just thought it made me... No, they were in the news today and I thought I heard like one of the reporters say something about a Grand Prix. I need to go and do some research. Yeah. I could be really embarrassing myself right now. I think, if I'm right, though, Jazz, this is a fun fact. No, I can, I can, ninety nine percent with ninety nine percent certainty, I can say there is not an Isle of Man Grand Prix. Maybe other forms uh, of racing. But there's, but there's a point one percent there, a one percent that you're like, hey, you might be right. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.
Jazz, I had a very, very confusing day. I'd say up until about three o'clock today, I was quite confused. So I woke up this morning and for whatever reason, I had convinced myself that today was Wednesday. Like uh. I was fully convinced that today was Wednesday. And I hear you say, ah, and that's exactly how I felt because uh. I have made this little, ah, ah, isn't it terrible? Uh. Wednesday? No, because I've made a little promise to myself now. I don't know where I think I deserve this, but every Wednesday, um, see, I'm, I'm trying to do 10,000 steps a day for February, right? So last week, uh, I know it was still January then, but to, like in order for me to get out and do a bit of exercise, I decided, right, every the route that I do, I pass a nice place and there's always like a nice queue out the door and they do amazing lunch sandwiches and I was like you know what while I'm out getting my exercise and I need I usually do like my shopping on Wednesdays anyway I was like I'll go out and I'll get my few bits for the week and then I'll get I'll treat myself to a little takeaway sandwich so I did that last Wednesday and I was like right I'm going to do it again for every single Wednesday in February just to treat myself and I was so excited about getting my sandwich that when I looked at my calendar today and saw that it was only Tuesday, I was absolutely <laughs> devastated. Like, I was so upset because I promised myself this, like, little treat. And, like, I realised well today, everyone was talking about it being Groundhog Hog Day. And I was like, imagine if it was actually Groundhog Day. I'd never get my sandwich. It would never be Wednesday. <laughs> Wait, why, what's... what's I, I have never seen the movie Groundhog Day, so what's... What, what am I missing here? So Groundhog Day, I haven't seen the movie in full, but it's basically like Bill Murray is in it and he's like a news reporter and every day he wakes up, it's the same. So like he goes to work and like, so it's kind of like people are joking that we've been living in Groundhog Day because of lockdown, because every day is the same. We're not Ah. going to like the office. Some of us are working from home and every day is the same. So I was just thinking like February 2nd, Groundhog Day. If we wake up tomorrow and it's still Groundhog Day, I'll never get my sandwich. <laughs> okay, so I have to I have to come clean here, and I uh, I'll say that I have seen the reference that people have been making to Groundhog Day for the past year. Now mm-hmm. I because I've never seen the film, I was just kind of going along with it, being like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't I had no idea it was because every day is the same. I understand that now, but in my head, what I was like picturing when I heard people talk about Groundhog Day I was picturing it like um, what's that movie when the world's ending like the day after tomorrow when like there's crazy <laughs> floods going through New York and waves and I was like oh Groundhog Day you know because like pandemic the world's ending haha I honestly God thought that's what people were talking about when they referenced Groundhog Day I, literally only learning now that it's every day is the same Every day is a school day for you, Jazz. I'm making note of all of these classic films that you have never seen yeah. and references that you don't get. The list is getting longer. I think we're going to have to do something about it. Yeah, Perfect sorry. time in lockdown. Another thing that you need to make a note of, maybe to so you don't trip yourself up and so you can stay, um, you know, organised with your life. Every day, just write what day it is and then take it off, number them. Ah, uh, hang on. Uh, someone may have beaten you to... The, uh, just get yourself a calendar. Do you know what? Stick it on your phone. Have a look at your calendar. <laughs> I think that's where you're going wrong. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Now, a few minutes ago, we were talking about Groundhog Day and it, it, we, we meandered into the fact that I haven't seen it and I actually thought Groundhog Day was a different thing altogether. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was a film as well and I was like Jazz I'm adding that to the list of films that you've not seen because you are missing out on so many classics the one that still haunts me is that you haven't seen The Lion King mm. but we'll get there baby steps we will get there um, but yeah we, we were both kind of wrong about Groundhog Day yeah this is what happens when you don't watch movies so people are saying Groundhog Day a lot recently because as apparently the movie portrays 
every day is the same and that's what life in lockdown is like I thought Groundhog Day was like Armageddon day after tomorrow vibes like world is ending and I was like oh yeah pandemic yeah. that's what the crack is turns out it's not now in the meantime Paul from here in Spain has texted us being like what the hell how have you not seen this movie and, and how do you not know that today is actually Groundhog Day Paul's on the phone with us Paul what's going on I, I'm, I'm disappointed in you firstly for not seeing Lion King by the yeah, way yeah I know and and also for Laura, <laughs> Laura, I had such faith that you were gonna you were gonna set him straight on it, and like and you you educate him most nights. I thought you were gonna explain to him what the day actually was. So I I've know I'm disappointed in myself. So I've seen lots of people sharing this today, right? And everyone thinks it's just about the movie, but the movie is about a legitimate actual day that happens on February second every year. It's been going on for like I think it's probably hundreds of years, and it's basically this uh, real life like um, this groundhog in I think it's in Pennsylvania. On the 2nd of February every year, they go to his burrow and they wake him up. This is true. And he comes out and his name is Phil. And if he sees his shadow, right, if he sees his shadow, he'll like retreat back into his burrow. And that means winter is going to continue for eight more weeks. And if he comes out of his burrow and he doesn't see his shadow and he stays out, that means it's officially spring. So oh, so okay. Phil is a groundhog, which is essentially a beaver, and you're telling me No, it's actually I checked it there before I, before you called it. It's a, it's actually like a squirrel. A squ- so I suppose it's like been hibernating or whatever. A bloody magic squirrel who tells us what season it is. Yeah, and today he came out he see I can't intuitive because if he only sees his shadow if the weather's good. If you know what I mean? Because yeah. if it's cloud, see his shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sun. So anyway, it was sunny today, so he came out seen his shadow ran back in and so it's going to be winter for eight more weeks <laughs> oh no <laughs> this is true and it's like it's on it's on the news if you like if you look at like any like American news channels like CNN or like ABC and lastly at the end Phil has said winter is going to continue for eight more weeks <laughs> so so does so does Phil the Groundhog feature in the movie Groundhog Day whatsoever? oh yeah so the movie the movie is like Bill Murray is like a, a news reporter who's sent to cover Groundhog Day and it's in this like sleepy boring town and the whole story is just like he's, he's fed up and then he's waking up on the same day and then I think he wakes up like 60 times or something and then by the end of it he finds a new meaning of life and it's all very happy ever after but it's based ah it's a good movie, Jazz. Watch it. But oh, first, watch Lion King. God. But you know, I need the the list of classics that I haven't seen is 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 ever growing. And magic squirrels and beavers are only coming into the mix now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks for clarifying, Paul. No matter. Bye. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, I believe I am absolutely correct in what I just said there a few minutes ago. <laughs> you said I was absolutely wrong. I mentioned we were talking to Jess there a minute ago who was originally from the Isle of Man. Jazz got very excited because he hasn't spoken to anyone from the Isle of Man before. And uh, I, I heard in the news today there was something about um, mention of the Isle of Man Grand Prix and Jazz, you said, no, you're wrong. Absolutely not. But turns out I am a smart cookie who listens to the news. Yeah, I didn't think that, well, there isn't a Formula One Grand Prix which is which is where my knowledge lies. However, um, Juliet yeah. has said the Manx GP, which is cars, and they have TT races, which is motorbikes as well. Aaron has also sent in a voice note. Right there, Laura, they do um, the superbike, no, the, the championships they do over there. There you go. So there is there is racing going on on the Isle of Man. Who knew? Do, do you think you'll be frequenting it if it's ever set, when, well, when it's safe to do so? The, do you know what? I'd love to take a little trip over to the Isle of Man. Like I, 
like I said a few minutes ago, never spoken to someone from the Isle of Man before, Jess. It's such an interesting little place because, like, banks smack in the middle between Ireland and England. Like, how big? Yeah. I Presumably not that big. What goes on there? If you're from there... Are, like, your, is your nationality English, Irish, otherwise? Like, how do they? Like, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very interested in the Isle of Man. Like, how? Like, is it like? Is it almost like the Aran Islands, where there's very little people, very little resources, like almost like a, like a, a, a tourist spot to go and see, or is it like a fully functioning place? I'm, I realize Dad, I, just- I sound very ignorant right now. I just don't know a lot about it. I have an idea for a documentary series for you when it's safe to travel again. Boy goes to Isle of Man. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just jazz going around the Isle of Man discovering things. Yeah, but you'd call it Boy to Man. There you oh, go. There you there go. There you go. There That's you the go. title. In yes, my yes, in my yes. quest to bring Formula One to the Isle of Man, we know there is super bike <laughs> racing there, but this guy needs to bring Formula One to the Isle of Man. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I don't know what it is about the first of February. We talked about this on Monday. How February on the February on the calendar is a very like rectangular month. There's four proper weeks of Monday to Sunday. Like it looks lovely on the calendar. Mm. So whatever possessed me at, on Sunday, I was like, I'm going to do 10,000 steps for every day in February and see how we go. But with that, I'm also trying to eat a little bit better. Obviously, today I did treat myself to my Wednesday sandwich that I was banging on about yesterday when I thought it was Wednesday. <laughs> um, but for dinner, I decided to... Actually, sorry, I should say that I got another message from the exercise gods today. So on Monday... I filled you in on how I went for a really long walk. I was on the phone to my friend for the whole time and I noticed, I looked down, I was wearing kind of like white runners and my foot had started bleeding. My left foot was bleeding and I got home and there was a cut on my foot. Therefore, I took that as the exercise gods telling me, hey, you know what? Calm down on the 10,000 steps. Maybe you're doing too much. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> so today I got one of those. I didn't have time to cook. I had a pretty busy day. And I had, I just got one of those like kind of like healthy, kind of like, you know, ready to go, put in the microwave dinners. Mm. And it was one of these kind of like clean, clean meals. I was like, grand, this is healthy enough. I was able to see like what I was eating. Everything was fine. And then I was like, oh, I've half an avocado left. I'm going to make a little bit of guac to go with it. So essentially... I made like kind of like a homemade burrito bowl, although it wasn't very homemade because I just put it in the microwave. Well, not a homemade burrito bowl. <laughs> if you bought it in the shop, peeled off the plastic and stuck it in, the only thing you homemade is your half avocado you chopped up. <laughs> so my half avocado and the, the, the little sprinkle of grated cheese as well oh, that I yes. in the fridge. So it was kind of a burrito bowl. You got that, recipe, really. re- you got that recipe from your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, as I was eating it, I... I got I got two more messages from the exercise gods. They're like, ah, okay. First, she tried to do ten thousand steps. Hilarious. <laughs> then she goes and tries to have a homemade healthy dinner. Also hilarious. Not only did I burn my hand putting it into the bowl, I burnt my hand. Oh. Then when I was eating it, I was eating it ten minutes before the show, so I was trying to horse it into me. So I was doing that whole, you know, when you don't have time to, yeah, you don't have time to like let it cool down. Don't have time to blow, and I don't have time to let it cool down. So you're just like. Yeah, this is lovely. Mm. You don't even taste the thing. You don't even taste it. You're trying to get it into your mouth and get it into your belly. So burnt my tongue, burnt my hand. And then also I spilt three big spoonfuls. Not one, two, three spoonfuls of it. So I missed my mouth three times and tried to eat. And I've now gotten grease in a brand new jumper. And I don't know if it's going to come out. And I'm really upset. 
So, geez, we're three days into February and things are not going ahead as planned. But should I say, I'm on track to getting my 10,000 steps today. I have to do probably a little short walk after the show. But for the last two days, I've gotten the steps. So, like, the the the, the exercise gods are trying to put me off it. However, I'm like, listen here, exercise gods. You're going to have to do better. going to have to do better because I'm going to keep going. Are you going to just totally negate all the signs the exercise gods are sending you and be like, F you, exercise gods, I'm doing my thing. I think so. I mean, sure, I ignore you half the time and it seems to work out pretty well for me. So if I just do the same to these exercise gods, you know, why not? And and everyone knows I am also one of the exercise gods. My body is a temple. <laughs> <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I've joked and told stories on the show in the past about how here and there I have, you know, almost burned the house down while cooking. I think the most recent time was I had rashers under the grill and the tin foil caught fire. You know, stuff like that. Little bit of a flame in the kitchen. Not the worst. Mm. Easy to put out. However, last night I got honestly scared and I was frightened because I was Ooh. like, what, what I did last night could have gone wrong very easily and, and no joke could have burnt my house down. It was a frightening situation. <laughs> So, I have this candle in my room. My girlfriend actually got it for me for Christmas, a lovely Yankee candle, and it's been emitting lovely fragrance into my room for the past couple of weeks. However, over the past little while, just as it's burning, the rim of the glass has gone quite black due to just, like, the smoke that comes off a candle. Yeah. And that happens as well when if it's if it's one of those glass ones and when it, the more it burns down yeah. the more like the black kind of like dust gathers on the inside and that that smells like burning. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's just the the rim has gotten black on it and it's just like a, a, about an inch deep and any time now because the wax has gone down so low I go to light it my hand rubs off it and then there's all the black soot on my knuckles which is annoying so I was like oh do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna um, light my candle now tonight when I went home last night I was saying I'm gonna light my candle now and then I did the thing I was like put my my, my fist in with a lighter to light the candle uh, lit it then my fist came out and I was like oh I'll just black crap my knuckle now do you know what I'll do I'm going to clean it off I'll clean off that uh, black stuff I'll grab a tissue and I'll just wipe it Grant that's perfect so I went to the bathroom I got a a handful of toilet roll oh I can see where this is going stupid stupid me I was like Grant I won't I won't blow the candle out I'll just stick my hand in like I just had it on my around my two fingers and I was going around the rim on the inside Well, sorry, you're doing some very interesting hand movements to me on Zoom sorry. at the moment. <laughs> so I stuck my <laughs> two fingers in. On? I stuck my two fingers in and I was gliding them around the rim. You follow? I follow. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, and the tissue was wrapped around it. So two fingers in and I was gliding it around the room. Now, silly old me didn't realise that the excess tissue that was bunched up in my hand was kind of escaping out of my hand and leaning into the flame it caught fire but it was but but it was on the other side of my vision like essentially my hand was blocking it I didn't see it until I took my hand out and and went to look at the tissue I was like oh oh this is on fire I'm holding a fireball right now and then of course there was more <laughs> tissue and the, the fireball got bigger and I was like oh oh crap this is big and I wasn't in the kitchen I couldn't just chuck it into the sink I was in my bedroom essentially mm. under, underneath me was a wooden floor a wooden bloody wardrobe and my bed with a load of fabric on it on the other side I was like oh crap I'm holding a fireball I can't drop this and my house will burn down so I start backing out of my room 
like uh, backing out so that the flames would be like gusting away from me in the wind meanwhile my hand starts burning because I'm holding this bloody fireball I eventually get to the toilet I didn't even have time to get to the bath or the sink I got to the toilet and chucked it in now it didn't go, it didn't fall into the the water at the bottom it just like stuck on the seat now the, the seat was up because I'd left it up and it was just like burning <laughs> on the fo- burning on the seat and it wasn't even going down because it wasn't touching the water I was like oh crap then I had to flush the toilet so that the water would come down and take it and eventually the giant fireball was extinguished and, but oh my god oh my I was god. I was spooked yeah no you will be pretty freaked Jazz that's, like, it's, it's one of those things as well that you don't think is gonna happen and it's kind of like you know when you're in the moment you just think innocently oh I'm just gonna like wipe the, the, the outside of the glass it's gonna be fine and then no you don't realise that your whole tissue is caught fire Go, quick thinking though I'm going to the toilet fast yeah but like if I had dropped that or if I had lost my cool it would have it would have actually set my room on fire or it could have dropped it on the on the carpet in the landing like the gaff could have actually burned down thank god it didn't so yeah. if you're to take anything away from this don't go sticking very flammable toilet roll into candles into naked flames very simple who does hunk it the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura so PETA which are PETA are obviously the people for the ethical treatment of animals they've come out recently Mm -hmm. and essentially they are pleading with people to change change their language around animals and specifically change language when, when we talk to people and we refer to them as animals in a form of slagging or inverted commas bullying so for example when you call someone a pig for being honest, oh yeah, Jesus, Paul over there, he's eating all the pies. Ah, oh, you, you pig, Paul. You're after having two back, packets of crisps, oh, you pig. Or a chicken, you big wuss, you big coward, oh, you're a chicken. Peter wants us to stop this because apparently it's speciesist. It, it is speciesist. So what I'm picking up from this, it is offensive, okay. it is offensive to animals and we are referring to am- animals as, as less superior as rather inferior than humans and it's it's uh, referring to animals as ugly stupid or cowardly which is just completely inaccurate is a quote ah <laughs> uh, come on I, really? I honestly like, think, I think that they're world... totally like they're also okay okay fair enough it's like maybe you probably regardless of how pigs might feel about it calling someone a pig isn't a nice thing to do maybe you shouldn't do it but also if you've like a little pet name like oh hiya chicken how's it going my little chicken like that's not that's not like speciesist that's just kind of giving someone a cute nickname like for all we know horses could be saying to each other hiya how are you my little human how's it going <laughs> like in their little horse language that we don't understand yeah you know? this is true but on, on the same note yes calling someone a pig could be offensive to them and if you're not using that language you should you shouldn't use it because it's probably not nice to the person you're referring to not because yeah. the pig is going to get offended do you think the pig knows that you're calling Paul a pig because he looks like you the pig the pig does not know what's going on and I guarantee you the pig doesn't have a breeze doesn't mind that you're referring to him to him at all in fact I'd say the pig is happy to be talked about I was just going to say, like, you ever heard the expression happier than a pig in poop? Yeah. You know? Like, the pigs are rolling around. They don't care what's going on. They don't care if you're saying, ah, hello, little piggy. (laughs) They're just happy to be in the mud. More quotes. Pigs, for instance, are intelligent. 
uh, lead co- complex social lives and show empathy for other pigs in distress. Snakes are clever, have family relationships and prefer to associate with their relatives. So if you're being like, oh, your man, your man's a snake. Well, maybe you should say you should say that about someone who you admire for being clever or has a, a strong family bond or if they're very close-knit with their family. He's a good snake. That man loves his mom. He's a good snake. <laughs> Nah, I I don't. I think that's just a bit silly, isn't it? Come on. I mean, you can offend you can offend anyone these days. Apparently, you can even offend the animals. What is going on? What is next? Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We were uh, compiling our shite movie list. These are the movies that you need to know never to watch because you know you get Netflix recommendations off different people and different people have different tastes and you might not like a recommendation this is the list that you just cross reference and see if the movie you're going to watch is on it if it is don't watch it we've gotten in some good ones started off with The Vanished things like uh, Fast and Furious 7 uh the other ones escaping. Uh, you me. should have left that other Kevin Bacon one that I watched that I didn't enjoy. Um, Sorry to bother you was also yes. another one that came in from on Netflix. Um, and Shattered was another one. There was quite a few that came in. Stephen has just been in touch on WhatsApp saying this movie is a totally crap film, but it's great at the same time. And he sent me a screenshot of a movie and its description, its blurb. Now, just looking at the title. <laughs> The title is The Velocipaster. The Velocipaster. Like, to, now, without even reading the title, I'm like, this is clearly a play on words about a dinosaur being a velociraptor and a priest, a pastor, the Velocipaster. <laughs> okay. And I said to myself, surely, surely not. If, surely that can't be. As like, surely it strikes me as... Um, Jurassic Park meets Father Ted. <laughs> but I was like, that can't be the real plot of a movie. So I go on to read the blurb. And the blurb is, After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime. And wait for it. And ninjas. <laughs> Okay, so this it is seems a real like film. is is it actually real though, or is it kind of like a a satire film, or like I, I'd imagine it's not a documentary because I feel like <laughs> if this was real, we probably would have heard about it before now. I actually thought it was like a meme. It was like a meme film, like tweet, <laughs> and it wasn't a thing. I have since googled it, and the Velocipaster is a real movie. It only came out in 2017, made with a budget of. $35,000 Rotten Tomatoes which a lot of people go to for their movie ratings a Rotten Tomatoes approval rating of 54% average rating 5.5 out of 10 people being like this movie is going to endure it's got killer hook fun to watch doesn't overstay its welcome it has cult classic written all over it a priest <laughs> a priest that has the ability to turn into dinosaur and a prostitute convinces him to to use his powers for e- for good not evil what? So, so Stephen texts us in to add it to our rubbish movie list. However, Jazz, I feel like this is one that you want to watch the weekend, <laughs> judging by how enthusiastic you are about it. So if you do end up watching it at the weekend, uh, do... Do do report back to us on Monday and let us know how you get on. Yeah, oh god, I don't. It just it just seems kind of like oh, it it really does seem like Jurassic Park meets Father Ted. Like even the priest who's who's in in the little picture 
it kind of looks like Father Dougal. Like, can you just imagine Dougal being like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, Ted, I don't know what I'm after doing. I'm a, I'm a dinosaur. Look at me. I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ah, oh, Jesus, Ted." The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I need to pick your brain about something because I do not understand why Jazz keeps slagging me so so much over this one thing. So it came up on the show. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said it in passing that I have a prepay phone, meaning that I'm not on bill pay and that I put credit in my phone every single month. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you're even laughing now. For whatever reason, Jazz thought this was the funniest thing ever. And he was like, oh, how old are you? 14. When do your free texts and your web texts for now? Like, oh, slagging me. And I was like, what's wrong with being a 27-year-old adult woman and having a prepay phone? I just don't understand. I think it's so... I just think it's so funny for some reason. Because, like, remember growing up, <laughs> you get your first phone. Obviously, you don't have a lot of money, so your parents are paying for your credit. And, obviously, they're not they're not paying for 50 euro credit a month. You're on, like, 10, 15, maybe getting to secondary school and you're buying 20 euro credit a month to activate free text or whatever it is like and then you know you're you're coming to your later years in secondary school it's probably getting a lot younger these days but in my experience you're coming to your later years in secondary school you're making pocket money maybe the odd job here and there you buy yourself your credit and that's your first taste of independence and like that's grand maybe going through college you're you're still on prepay but like once you're out in the world working a job paying your own way I just feel having credit is so funny. And like, you, you no. should be on bill pay. Like, you have a bank account. You have other bills. You should be on bill pay. The money goes out of your account. You're a grown-ass woman. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? When I was 19, I got like my first proper job. And one of the big things that I bought with one of my first couple of paychecks was I bought myself a brand new phone. And it was such an expensive phone. It was the most expensive thing I'd ever owned. And in order to be able to actually afford this phone on my part-time wage, I got a bill pay. Now, at the time, this is going back like seven years ago, that I was paying like four, between 40 and 60 euro a month because I was basically paying off the phone yeah. and paying for whatever kind of plan I was on. And that just like bled my bank account dry. Like when I was 19 to about 24, like I wasn't making a lot of money. Like I was working part-time. I was studying and like I just I hated that the fact that like that would come out of my wage every single month or out of my bank account every month I was like it's annoying me so when I finally was able to break free from the contract when it was done of course like I had I'd like I was working in spin at the time I was earning a bit more money so I was able to buy the phone mm-hmm. and then I was like I'm just going to switch to prepay what's wrong with that <gasps> 20 quid a month the direct debit comes out you get your free calls and whatever else nothing else like you don't need like you, I didn't need a bill pay and I just don't understand why people <laughs> like it's so childish I just don't get it I just just hang on uh, I'll, yeah I'll catch up guys I just have to nip into the news agent and buy credit for my phone no. yeah, I'll, yeah I'll see you at the wedding like because all our friends are having babies and getting married <laughs> I know I, I, I know it's on direct debit it's still just funny yeah. the concept of buying credit as in crediting your like, phone to allow you to make calls like even if you run out of credit, you should be able to make a call. You think I'm living in the Stone Age that I'm literally going into like the news agents, getting the little receipt of paper and then putting in the 14 digits or whatever. That's not what I do. Like I never have to punch numbers into my phone. But I just want to know, like, did I miss a memo? Like, is there an age that you shouldn't have a prepay phone past the age of? Because I think Jazz is just being a little bit snobbish. Like, just being a bit like, oh well, you know, I'm. How old are you? 24. 24. 24? 
And you're like, yeah, I'm a grown man now. I DJ. I've got a radio job. I pay bills. That's about as mature as you get, Jazz. I know you. I know, and I, I'm an unemployed DJ at the moment in terms of clubs anyway. So tell us, what is what is the cutoff period for getting credit in your phone? 087-711-1038. with Jazz and Laura. And speaking of being young, dumb, and broke, we are talking about <laughs> credit versus bill pay. Uh, I just think it's so funny that Laura is still on credit, still still sticking credit into her phone at 27 years of age, uh, and not on bill pay. You're you're a grown ass. I've woman. done the, I've done the bill pay thing. It, as I said, I had it when I was working part time. Worst mistake ever. So as soon as that contract was up, I bought a brand new phone. I'd saved up for it and start been putting credit in ever since. And I am delighted with my decision. I just think it's funny. Anyway, we're asking what's the cutoff? What's the cutoff age for credit versus bill pay? And and it's worth mentioning. I'm getting blown out of the water here. Everyone's pretty much on your side, Laura. Uh, Karen's Yay. on WhatsApp. Hey, Jazz and Laura. Karen here, driving home. I've gone back to a page ago mobile. I'm 50, two kids. One is age 20. I have a full time job, and I'm going back to college in September. So, Laura, you're never too young. Thanks, guys. Bye. There you are, you're never too young. Love that. Great stuff from Karen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Robert's also on WhatsApp. A prepay, it's sign of maturity because you can afford your own phone and you get a better value. If you compare the prepay um, plan uh, to have an equivalent in a bill plan, you get a way, way better value in prepay than in bill pay. You go, girl! (laughs) Big love from Robert. (laughs) That's exactly the vibe I was going for, Robert. Mature, loads of money. <laughs> it's not the truth at all. I have to save pretty hard for it, but hey, we got there. <laughs> uh, Peter, welcome to the show. Now, I, I believe you are the first person that's going to fight the corner of bill pay. Yeah, well, I I done the same as Laura. I saved my phone, so I, I can stick any network in it. And I can guarantee you my bill is cheaper than Laura's. Ooh, okay. Are we are we at liberty to compare costs? Yeah. So okay, Laura, mine, I put in, I put in twenty euro credit a month. Ooh, it's gonna be hard to mine beat. Mine is twelve ninety nine a month. Oh, thirteen <laughs> quid on the bill pay. That's the thing. You yeah. can get your bill pay for whatever value or whatever amount you want yeah, these you days. I mean? And that's unlimited data, unlimited uh, calls, and uh, unlimited texts. So it'll never run out. You know what I mean? And then you have your EU balance. So that's 13 euro a month. And it's, it's dead handy. It comes out the day after I get paid. Oh, I love that. I don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? I don't have to go enter numbers in, log on to my bank and top up my phone. No, it's just plain simple. It comes out. It's there whenever I need it. And it's And you're never stranded. Don't have to worry about remembering yep. to buy credit. Yep. You know what I mean? So, and I've been doing that well, since I was... 16 or 17 well fair enough you are beating me there on, on the cost but at the same time I think people who are on bill pay just assume that people on prepay are in the dark ages like exact same <laughs> direct debit goes in on the same day every single month the only difference is the cost so I like nothing is going like nothing's different here I'm, I'm pretty happy I like I like what Robert said it's a sign of maturity and I'm going to take that maturity badge and I'm going to wear it <laughs> Peter, Peter keep fighting that good fight we'll talk to you soon Cheers, gang, <laughs> I tell you, it's dividing people. This is this is one of those topics you bring up at the dinner table, and the family is split.
I'm delighted though, Jazz, because I definitely think that you thought that a lot of people were going to jump on your bandwagon and say that I was an absolute <laughs> child at 27 for being on pre day. But no, I'm I'm happy out, and I'm delighted that other people are on board. Don't let anyone shame you for having a prepay phone, okay? No Don't worries. mind them. Laura, do you know what? You can take the rest of the night off and go and watch cartoons. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the show Laura off air you said to me that you had a dream last night about Dermot Kennedy it wasn't really a dream about Dermot Kennedy it was more so a dream and he was just there so I had a dream that for whatever reason me and Dermot Kennedy were living in an apartment together and like we decided to like go halves on a studio so like he was <laughs> off recording the album and I was doing the show we were just like he was just there jamming away while I was doing the show and for whatever reason of course because Dream Logistics just made it this way his album recording was not interfering with my broadcasting so you know match made in heaven if you ask me (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of dreams I woke up to a text from one of my mates today and he said Jazz I've just awoken from a dream where you were absolutely ripped and you had a spray tan. (laughs) Now, I can confirm, I am not absolutely ripped. Far from it. Far from it. But you do enjoy a good spray tan. (laughs) I do enjoy a good spray tan, yeah. And then then I was like, oh, what a mad dream. Wouldn't it be so funny if I was shredded? Because it, it, it absolutely wouldn't suit me. So I was saying, like, how it would be, like, if I had a big... Donchin ass six pack and huge big biceps. <laughs> it would actually be more funny than than cool or impressive than your than the average gym goer who looks great. It would just it wouldn't suit me so much. It would be it would be funny. And then my friend went on to say, it would actually it would be funny. But I feel if you were shredded, you wouldn't be you actually wouldn't be funny. And I that, that got me thinking. I was like, geez, I wonder if. If you possess the genes and the skill and the persistence it does to go to the gym and be absolutely hench and shredded, does that take away from anything else in your body or your mind like like comedic value? Because, think about it, I have never seen a jacked comedian. Think about it. Hmm... I mean, like, like how jack, like define jack. Like you'd like, look at him, you'd look at him, like, and you'd be like, "That guy is shredded, broad ass shoulders, pumping biceps, and a six pack you could grate a block of cheese on." Like, have you ever seen someone like that? And they are absolutely hilarious. I think not. Like, yes, they would probably possess the normal human level of telling jokes, making you laugh, telling a good story, but they wouldn't be the joke cracker of a group if they have six pack. Oh, I don't know, actually. This is a really good question. Like, like, think of anyone yeah. you know or anyone you follow. If they are jacked, if they are absolutely staunch, are they gas? Do they make you oh. chuckle? Do they make your belly laugh? Probably not, because they don't have a belly to laugh themselves. That's the theory. I'm sticking <laughs> with it. <laughs> what I think is funny is how you're just... I think, I think that you're using the fact that, first of all, you think you're funny. No, I you did not say that. I did not say that. I didn't say that. that it's, it's okay to think you're funny. I think you're funny sometimes. I don't think you're funny all the time. I think you try to be funny yes. when you slag me for having a prepay phone. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with having a prepay phone. Pre- Sorry, I'm just, I'm just laughing because I'm on Zoom here to jazz and I'm pointing the finger at him but my finger looks extremely long <laughs> sorry anyway, that's really weird no but you know I was just thinking 
Um, where was I going with that train of thought? Yeah, you're using the fact that when you think you're funny and you're like, oh, well, you know, I, I want to remain funny, therefore I cannot um, think that my body is a temple. You are using your, your self-proclaimed comedic genius to not go to the gym and I think that's silly. I'm not not using it as an excuse not to go to the gym because imagine if I did and whatever whatever funny I have in me I'm not saying I'm the funniest guy ever and it just completely depleted. Imagine I came in here in a year's time I was <laughs> I was I was like Zeus I was absolutely shredded and I was just a boring old a boring old boy. I don't think your personality would change, though. I mean, your tops might get a bit tighter, but that's about it. Oh, do you know, we'll take the wins where we can get them. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Our first instalment of a rotating agony and new thing we're doing on Thursday nights where we have a guest on the show with us who is here to answer any problems, queries, questions or qualms that you have in your life. Silly or serious, whatever it is, our, our rotating guest. Uh, rotating as in there'll be someone new every week, not the fact that they are spinning around right now. But this week we are joined by Instagram, <laughs> Love Island fanatic and host of Bandwagon's podcast, Fanula J. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Are you ready to put your brain to work and answer some problems? I'm so ready, Jazz. I was born ready. <laughs> That is the attitude. We love to hear it. Okay, this is an anonymous WhatsApp in. It says, I've been seeing a guy since the first lockdown. We said I love you and moved in together last October and I could definitely see a future with him. However, due to the lack of international travel, I'm scared he's one of these people who claps when the plane lands. What if he is? Please help, Vanula. Oh my God. Okay, this is a big issue and I I just want to thank this person for texting in and sharing this problem um, I'm sure you're not alone I would suggest right if you want to know I think maybe you'd need to set up some kind of sting operation in which maybe like a task or something <laughs> is completed or a really mundane event happens maybe in your household or in your job and maybe you can trap them into seeing how they react to that and see if maybe you can elicit a clap or perhaps not from that and see otherwise maybe you could just ask them straight out and maybe just stop beating around the bush because it sounds like this is causing you quite a lot of sleepless nights so if you want to touch the chase maybe just ask and if they say yes you have your answer like plenty more fish and all that jazz yeah and are we are we saying here that we are assuming if if that person is a plain clapper they are gone they have to be they have to be set free Yes, 100%. Like, sorry, I would love to be clapped every time I do my job, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, that's it. You're, you're supposed to do that. You, the person is supposed to land the plane. <laughs> like, is, is it a nice thing to do? Absolutely. Don't get me wrong, but I also don't think you need that kind of toxic positivity in your life. <laughs> that's all I'll say on that. Isn't it so funny? And I wonder if, like, if when this all started, I don't know when plane clapping started probably at the turn of the millennium if, if like pilots were like what the hell are they doing like just imagine you were in a taxi on the way home from a night out in usual circumstances like and you get home at 3.30am and you look at your driver dead in the eye and you just go <laughs> <laughs> like he would chuck you out of that cab as fast in fairness, I think I'd be more willing to clap the taxi drivers just because I know the state I've come home in some nights. I mean, that's been, a, that's been an effort in itself. So, yeah, listen, I would just bite the bullet. I think you need to ask. Like, don't give yourself any more headaches over this. You just need to know. Am I? And if the answer is yes, bye, 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 mm -hmm. as NSYNC say. 
Am I alone in thinking that I really feel like because we have all been kind of deprived of a foreign holiday for quite a while, I really think that there's going to be a serious like uh, increase in the number of people that are clapping now in plane yeah. lands like when they land in their sunny destination when we're all able to travel again, just out of pure delight that we can be on holidays again. Yeah, I think we're going to get full-blown like flash mobs. I think the flash mob might come back. I think we, like we might actually take down the plane. Such will be the enthusiasm. Like you'll probably it'll probably go a step further than clapping when the plane ends. People will be bloody clapping as they're in that little tunnel boarding the plane. That's how people. That's how excited <laughs> people are going to be when they're going on holidays for the next for the next time. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, I presume that you are familiar with the song Mr. Brightside by The Killer, Song of the Summer. <laughs> song of the Summer 2021. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, I'm, just, I'm only asking, do you still remember? Because it's normally belted out in nightclubs at the end of the night. We haven't yeah. been in a nightclub in a very, very long time. That's true. So I'm just asking. The, la- the last time you probably heard this was probably at your Debs. My <laughs> <laughs> <Boy>, Debs. <laughs> It's actually making me a little bit sad imagining belting it out when the lights are coming on in nightclubs. I just can't wait for that moment when we're all in a nightclub together screaming Mr. Brightside at strangers. I just cannot wait. Um, But (laughs) a funny story has come out about uh, Brandon Flowers, the lead singer uh, of The Killers. He has come out and talked about when he was writing that song. So if you're familiar with the lyrics, two of the verses are exactly the same. You know, coming out of my cage and I've been doing yes. just fine. Yeah. So two of the two of the the verses are exactly the same, and you're probably thinking, "Oh, this 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 was on purpose." You know, this is the way the song was written. When in actual fact, when Brandon Flowers was in the studio with the rest of the Killers recording the album, they had basically paid for a certain amount of studio time, and obviously they hadn't made it yet, so they oh. probably went like didn't have a lot of money, right? So they they couldn't just you know throw another few hundred or however it would have cost for the to the studio to stay a little bit longer he was like the clock was ticking we only had so much time to kind of like make these demos uh, to kind of get ourselves out there so he was like right the clock was ticking he was trying to make up a second verse and he just genuinely did not have enough time but he was like do you know what lads we'll, we'll just sing the first verse again there's nothing wrong with the first verse we'll just do it again oh my and god like, that is probably one of like the, probably their most successful like their biggest song yeah. and they probably put the least amount of work into it oh my than the god rest of them. isn't that amazing that is nuts like so obviously they, I'm pretty sure this would have been relatively close to the start of their career because you yeah. like if it, if it was into their career they would have had a bit of money to you know throw at the studio pay for that studio time so so then, by them doing that, they essentially established their career and launched themselves into fame and stardom, becoming one of the most like known bands across the world, I'd say. And do you know, it's just setting a good a good precedent for for work ethic. <laughs> if you don't have enough time, energy, or money to do something differently, just do something else. Or do something you've already done again. No one will notice. They'll, you pro- they'll probably actually love it. Could you imagine though if we adopted that? Like, I was just thinking that for the zoo crew. Like, could you imagine if we were thinking, "Oh, I don't have a bedtime story." Do you know what? Actually, I'll just tell the same story about the killers again. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> uh, guys, coming up in five minutes, you wouldn't believe we have the most gas story about the killers. Stick with us. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Uh, I want to fill you in on something that happened to me today. So I, d- I had one of those days. I was like, "Do you know what? It's Friday. Treat yourself." 
and I was like, right, I'm going to go to the drive-through for lunch. And, um, so I went to the drive-through, and the queue was massive. Of course, I went up at one o'clock on a Friday. What did I expect? That was fine. Joined the queue. And then when I placed my order, it moved up to the window where you go pay. But like because it was so busy, like there wasn't really much movement. Like you couldn't just like drive from like your order point to your pay point and then leave. Like mm. it was kind of like there was traffic. So I get to the get to the window and the guy was like, Tell me my total. I was like, Yeah, grand. And then I tried to like tap my card and then the classic, uh, sorry, your card has just your card's just been declined oh, there. That no. happened. And I was like, I was panicking, and I was like, oh look, it's fine. Like this happens because my card can be a little bit temperamental. Some of those, like I worked in retail. Did you not tell him? Do you not have say, a mind of their own? Do you not say to him, oh sorry, I totally forgot. I have to buy my credit on Fridays for my phone, <laughs> and uh, I actually can't afford this. Oh, would you stop? Jazz will forever slag me over the fact that I'm on a prepay phone. I don't see the problem with that. That was that was I, I gave out to you enough yesterday. I'm not getting into it. That again. was it's yesterday's debate. <laughs> Go that on. That was anyway. yesterday's debate. So I was like, oh, that's grand. And I was like, so I'll try it again. And I tried to tap it again and it didn't work. And he's like, eh, it's been declined again. Oh, and like, no. I wasn't sweating because like I had cash on me. But obviously with, you know, handling cash and like the COVID thing, like I wanted to pay card to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because some people just, they, they prefer a card. You know, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, the COVID rather thing. Rather than handle the money. That COVID thing. But like, <laughs> well, I didn't mean like that COVID thing. I meant like the regulations. Yeah, so that yeah, just yeah. came out wrong. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, and he was like, oh, like you can try like stick it into the machine and put your pin in. I was like, okay, hey, that's a good idea. Anyway, so that worked anyway like it didn't get declined it worked grand but then because like it was so busy I like I couldn't like progress to the next window that that quickly so like his window was open my Mm. window was open and like it was just that awkward like do I keep a conversation going like like he was like he's like and then he turns he kind of put his head out the window and was like oh it's still raining is it (laughs) oh no I was like yeah yeah it's still raining yeah and he's like "All right, yeah yeah cool and then he just kind of like slowly like went back into his window and then I just see him like close his window (laughs) and then as he was doing it I was I just like pulled up my window really really slowly and then like then then it cleared out in front of me and I could move up to the next window and then like and then me being the awkward person that I am you didn't wave you did not wave no I waved I waved I waved goodbye to the man in the drive-through, and he just—I could just kind of see him like slowly like, bring up his hand, look all confused. Oh, like, oh God! I need to—I need to stop awkward waving. Earlier on in the week, I said how I like I did, clearly didn't get the memo that we don't wave goodbye at the end of Zoom calls anymore. Mm. You and I had a show meeting with Nick in in the office, and. I like wave goodbye and before anyone else said goodbyes were already gone I was like I'm just there waving like an idiot but anyway so I awkwardly waved at your man because I didn't know what to do like I felt really awkward and then so I moved up anyway to the next window anyway get my food get home and I wondered, did your man feel sorry for me and tell the people working in the kitchen to put an extra nugget in my box oh. because I got an extra nugget in my box you probably gosh. a total probably coincidence but I was like I wonder did you feel bad like oh her card got declined she feels really awkward there was a moment of silence just not, give her an extra nugget. not only was there awkward small talk about the weather at a drive through you he you both oh, closed your windows so there wouldn't be any more and then you went, like you should have got that that signal being like his window's closed he doesn't want any of me anymore pay the money drive on and you're like bye bye now see you next Friday this is what happens when I don't like have a job to go into an office for. Like when I'm not mixing with other humans, all my social interaction skills just go completely. Like really awkward over simple things. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Right now we are trying to do a TikTok challenge, which appears Jazz is really really good at, and I just cannot do for the life of me. Jazz saw a girl who has the ability. 
to be able to say sentences with her mouth closed. I just can't. It's so hard. Yeah. It's too hard. I can't do it. You keep your mouth closed and using just the back of your throat, I think, you have the... It sounds like the effect is a small child stuck in a closet. Have a listen. It's fantastic. Like her mouth is fully <laughs> shut when she does that and just the the muffled sound and it's so accurate. I've been trying during the songs and I think I've gotten a little bit better. Try it again. Oh, daddy, daddy, I'm sticking a closet and I can't get out. Oh. <laughs> Still not it's, great. It's good, but, your face, but your face goes bright red. It's yeah. almost worrying. <laughs> like, to... is this good for your health? <laughs> Probably not. If you want to give it a, give it a crack, 087-711-1038. Laura, do you fancy another go? You were fairly crap a few minutes ago. Okay, right, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. It's too hard. Michael's on WhatsApp. <laughs> Not bad. He sounds like one of those uh, things you get at a birthday party. You know what it goes? Yeah, the little party blower thing. <laughs> birthday horn. Grace is on WhatsApp as well. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, very good. Very, very good, good indeed. Uh, Georgia, welcome to the show. Do you fancy giving it a crack? Ah, why not? Go on, give it. Give us your best shot. It's funny with 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 the kind of the kind of weird phone signal that you get on a phone call, and the combination of that, it actually sounds like you're truly in danger. Can you confirm you're okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're not stuck in a closet? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, great stuff. <laughs> thanks no a million, Georgia. Have a great weekend, okay? No problem. Thanks, guys. See you later. <laughs> I, just, I, I actually think we need, to, we need to clarify. If anyone's just tuning in, pl- please don't worry. There's no children stuck in small closets. It's, it's a challenge. It's okay. We can relax. A, cha- a challenge on TikTok where a, a girl can basically say sentences with her mouth closed. It baffles me. Jazz, you, you can do it. Do it one more time. Do it one more time. Daddy, daddy, I'm stuck in a closet and I can't get out. <laughs> I just wanted to see your face go. <laughs> I love that. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The weekend to save your tears. He is, of course, going to be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday night into Monday morning. I'm so excited for that performance. I wonder what... I'm really intrigued to see how they're going to do it. Like, because part of the halftime show is they get, like hundreds of people on the pitch mm. like what's going to happen there'll be no one there just singing to an empty stadium that can hold 100,000 people I'd say but I'm sure they, they'll do something cool visually um, would you say it's pre-recorded no I don't think so I wouldn't no. I wouldn't think so I mean usually it's not and it's quite a big deal like the, the operation that goes into creating the stand and the pitch and getting it all in and done in like half an hour I know but like because there's no one in the stadium apart from the team it'll probably be easier you know. to do live <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, on the way, we will be closing out the show at Bracken's Bedroom Banger. And only a couple of weeks ago, we had Tiesto on the show. And one of the topics that we spoke to Tiesto about was the fact that Laura is going to be learning how to DJ. And you got you got tips from the biggest DJ in the world, Tiesto. Yeah, Tiesto was like, hey, so if you're going to start DJing... He was like, just play from your heart if you just play the songs that you love. And mm. I was like, great, you're going to play Spice Girls for three hours. Everyone's going to love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I made I made a big uh, blunder because basically he asked me what type of DJing I wanted to do. 
like what kind of DJ I'm going to be and sure I I don't know what kind of DJ I'm going to be I haven't even started mm-hmm. and uh, he said open format and I was like oh yeah maybe I didn't know what that meant I'm actually ashamed <laughs> to say I didn't know what that meant and well, I was like yeah sure you wouldn't you <laughs> so wouldn't gonna, know it's, I'm going to play everything it's DJ lingo for a DJ who, who plays everything if you're open format you play dance music hip hop R&B cheese pop whatever it is open format I would be an open format DJ but yes you know mainly dance music or whatever so I, I reckon you're going to be an open format DJ but it's cool that the, the man himself Tiesto gave you um DJ tips and speaking of all this DJ lingo something that I'm going to be doing uh, on Sundays this is a this is a, a very not so um not so slight uh, plug for something that I'm doing on my Instagram <laughs> on Sunday going forward I'm starting a series of Instagram lives on my Instagram Jazz Keen DJ starting this Sunday it's called DJ's Digest I'm hoping that Tiesto Ooh. is going to be uh, watching perhaps I'll have him on as a guest uh, but the whole aim of it is that each week I'm going to have an, a different guest on with me they will be of course a DJ talking about what it is to be a DJ these days people who of course like clubs are closed DJs are out of work talking about what it's like how DJs are filling their time these days if they've done new stuff and also reminiscing on great times and gigs and memories past to spur some positivity and hope for the future when we eventually all get back to DJing and clubs and festivals and music so I'm very excited to be starting it if you'd like if that sounds like it's something that's going to be up your street and I said this on my Instagram earlier on it's not just for people who are DJs if you're into clubbing and festivals and music it's going to be cool to watch and hear insights from the people who are at the core of of that sort of industry so if that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you'd like to join us on the live uh, Sunday starting this Sunday and every Sunday going forward at 7pm come on over to my Instagram at jazzkeendj uh, and it's going to be a really fun time I'm really excited to launch it and do it and I think it's going to be a good crack I'm going to be announcing the first guest tomorrow on the show and perhaps Laura with the guidance mm. of Tiesto you, you can be on you can be at one of my guests one day soon, <laughs> one day soon. <laughs> superstar DJ Laura Bracken you never know but in the meantime I will be tuning in I'm definitely going to troll you in the comments because I have to keep yeah. handle, you know <laughs> please do uh, <laughs> at jazzkeendj is my handle if you'd like to come on, uh, I'd love to have you. Oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.